Love this podcast? Support it and sponsor today. Simply head to OzCastNetwork.com for details. Boss is here. Military parents never miss a beat, and neither does the Johns Hopkins U.S. Family Health Plan. Built for every warrior in your family. With more than 40 years of service to military families, TRICARE Prime Benefits plus exclusive extras. Learn more at WarriorsAtHome.com. There's three sides to every story. There's my side, your side, and the truth. What is it with the rock stars thinking this entire planet is some sort of all-you-can-eat, booty-groping, sexual smorgasbord? You should withdraw that. And if you don't, we will have to deal with it on the floor of the Senate. We're going to fight for those Australians who haven't got the time to go around and get on Twitter and wear T-shirts. The kids who are sick cannot do their hip-hop anymore. I will not be lectured about sexism and misogyny by this man. G'day and welcome to The Curve. My name's Andrew Pearce and this is the podcast that's all about culture, unity, reviews and banter. This podcast is proudly recorded in the lands of the Wajak people of Perth region and I pay respects to their elders both past, present and emerging. On this particular episode, I caught up with Matt Hale, who is a, well, he's a hypnotist and... I caught up with him because he has currently uh, put two very useful resources out on his website, which is matthale.com.au. The link will be in the show notes. Um, Put two really useful resources with a few more to come down the line. Uh, One is for anxiety relief and the other one is about dealing with relationships within isolation. And what he's done is he's provided a uh, blog on how to deal with anxiety as well as some tips on how to deal with being in a relationship in isolation and, and the difficulties that come with that. He's also provided some very, very useful meditation tools as well, which are available on the website. So I received a press release to say that he's done this and I thought, what a great person to get in touch with and have a chat to about helping people out in this time of need, this time of isolation where we find ourselves uh, stuck in our houses with the person we love or even stuck in our houses by ourselves. And so in this discussion, I ask him about how he became a hypnotist, what he does with the stigmatism that might be associated with hypnotism, um, and as well, finding out how to help people out with anxiety and and, anxiety. mindfulness and things like that and I think this is a really valuable discussion and one that's really really uh, worthwhile listening to and and finding out more about how you can steady your mind a little bit. Again his website is matthale.com.au I I recommend heading over there uh, signing up getting that free audio and reading the blog as well to find out Uh, if you're having any difficulties or if you know somebody who's having difficulties at this time uh, with the the heaviness that's on our minds then this certainly could help out so head on over there and give this a a listen and uh, hopefully there's something in here that might help you out or help somebody else out Uh, yeah we're going to listen to just a little bit of mindful music as we lead into the discussion and then I'll be back at the end uh, to remind you where you can find all this stuff as well.
Yeah, good. Yeah, it's it's been great having a bit of um, forced time at home. To be honest, I, um, <laughs> I honestly I've just been really uh, done a lot of stuff I've been wanting to do for quite a while. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah, it's nice to uh, to do that and have that um, kind of forced uh, focus on on your home and and things that you should have been done, the projects that should have been done. <laughs> yeah, it's also about, also within the business. Like, you know, obviously I work mainly in kind of the live event business, but over the last couple of years, I've been working on a couple of stuff like, uh, you know, online and putting different trainings out and stuff like that. But I just found I just didn't have the time. I was just like traveling around all the time. So now I'm like, oh man, I've got the time now. So <laughs> that's great. Yeah. Well, yeah. what is that like as well, traveling around so much? Because it's, uh, I know for a lot of um, fringe festival people and stuff like that, like that's your that's the bread and butter, um, and you get to see a whole bunch of different world part of the, of the world and see different people and stuff like that. But what's that like? Is it both exhausting and exhilarating? Yeah, I think it, it's a little from column A, a little from column B. I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really good. I mean, what what's nice is when you do have time to explore the places you um you know end up in because you were i i was so lucky i mean i'm a i'm an absolute lover of the beach i love surfing i love the water love the ocean and uh i I kind of almost had my dream gig last year where i I had to go up to hawaii just to do a 40 minute um show for a a corporate event and and they wanted to fly me up for like two nights i was like man if i'm going to hawaii <laughs> you know, just adjust the flights, and I'll, I'll, chuck a, I'll chuck a few days on. So when, when I get a chance to, you know, be in Hawaii for four days to yeah. essentially do a, to do a forty minute show, then then that's that's brilliant. Yeah, sometimes sometimes the the schedules don't um, add up. So you're like, oh man, I was in Broome, but I was in there for like you know nine hours, and then I was out again or something like that. So yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but I'm a good I'm a good traveler. So I do I, I always do leverage um any travel if it's somewhere i want to be and add extra days on yeah well that's fair that's understandable um especially because it's you know if that's what you do for a living and and that's your bread and butter then you've got to uh you've got to make the best of it and and certainly accommodate what you do for yourself as well uh yeah yeah traveling's exhausting <laughs> yeah Funny, it's funny. I, tra- I travel with two suits when I when I travel for work. I I travel with a, a suit for the gig and a wetsuit if I'm near, anywhere near the coast. It's great. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> so you um, you live in Perth as well, do you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I live in Scarborough. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, cool. Oh, so it, of course it, the beach. Yeah, near the, near the beach. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it is strange because traditionally most of my work is not in Perth because obviously we're we're. Um, you, you know, to to do what I do full time, I have to kind of travel. But I, I I've got agents who are always like, "Hey, you should move to the East Coast." I was like, "No, I'm good. I like it here." <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. That's the same for me. I mean, I I my main job I work for the Department of Health, but I also do um, I run this website and I do a lot of film reviews and stuff like that. And I've had exactly the same thing where people have said, "Well, you'll get more opportunities over in Sydney and Melbourne." I'm like, "Yeah, but in Perth, I also get." different opportunities than the people in Sydney yeah. and Melbourne get like it's a exactly. different yeah. beast altogether yeah 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 no I, I absolutely I'm, I'm such a proponent of Perth I, I absolutely love it so yeah it's uh and now and now I have this forced time in it with certain restrictions but it's good yeah yeah <laughs> so I want to start off talking about how you got into what you're doing and um because reading your bio you didn't, you know, you've done a, <laughs> you've done a bunch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like it. It's really interesting. I've, uh, you know, 
uh, I'm kind of almost coming full circle. I started out DJing when I was 15, and um, and one of the things I've now been, you know, had the time to do is every night, almost every night, um, I'm doing a, a live DJ set live from lockdown. Um, so I kind of almost come full circle on, on that side of things. But how I actually got into what I mainly do for work now, which has been my full time for the last 10 years, is I, I always had a fascination with the mind. I, When I was pretty young, I saw someone uh, uh, deal a pack of cards. This is on TV. Someone shuffled them. He spent a few moments looking through them and then rattled them off in order again, you know, having just memorized them in, in order, 52 cards. And I was like, wow, that's incredible. He's obviously got some kind of like weirdo super brain. And then at the end of the segment, he was in. And of course, it's just a technique and you can buy that. Uh, you can learn that technique in my book. And I was like, <laughs> wow, OK, I need that book. So, yeah, I, I, I bought that book. It's a book. Uh, the guy's name is Dominic O'Brien. I bought he, he was a world memory champion. I bought that and then I you know, really started going through these techniques and I was like, wow, you can do some quite amazing things with your mind. And then that led me on to like, oh, what else can you do? And I kind of had a sniff of hypnosis, seen bits of it, I guess. Um, didn't really understand it. But I then had the chance when I was 21 to take part in a show. Loved the experience. Didn't enjoy the explanation. It was a bit kind of shrouded in mystery and, oh, it's all this and that. And I was like... Yeah, you know what? I don't think so. It's probably more to do with basic psychology and suggestion. And of course, you know, that was old school hypnotists wanted to be very guarded with their art, I guess, back then. Um, and yeah, and so so I then delved into that, spoke to whoever I could about hypnosis, you know, read old books which had been written, you know, in the 40s and 50s or whatever I could get my hand on and um, tried things. And yeah, I, I, and so that was just more of a, like a something I love to do. But at the same time, I had a really good media job um, for many years. And so it's hard to kind of like just suddenly put that to bed and then kind of go, oh, I'm going to become a hypnotist. But I, I, about 10 years ago, that's exactly what I did do. I, I just was like, you know what? I, I just got this niggle. I've got to itch it. And there's no other way to do it than quitting, quitting what I do right now in the media and just going all in on this uh, hypnosis tip and just seeing where it takes me. Yeah. So – what is hypnotism as well? I mean, I know what it is, and I think that from my perspective at least, um, there might be either people who are skeptical about it or people who really embrace it. Um, from your perspective, how do you sell hypnotism? Oh, it's really good, actually. And, and I, I, what I absolutely love is that there's a very simple way to explain it. It's basically focusing on a thought so much that it starts to feel real in that moment. And I always love to explain is that, you know, there are people who maybe they've been to I don't know, another show. Maybe they've seen something about hypnosis on TV or whatever it is. But I know there are people who kind of think, huh, how could you focus on a thought so much and make it feel so real at the moment? But then when I add this little explanation on, it all seems to fall into place. It's like, well, look, we all do this already. We do it already. Right. And especially, you know, you're in the movie industry. Right. If you watch a sad movie and you cry real tears, you know, well, guess what? The dog's not really dead, right? It's a stunt dog. Mm. <laughs> in the back of, we know it's a story. We know it's just something that someone's written. The actors are pretending to do this made-up story, but, but something in our mind has engaged our imagination around it so much. It feels so real at the moment, so much so that it can make us cry. If it's a scary movie, it can genuinely make our heart race faster. You know, these are, these are um, physical manifestations just from our thoughts. 
So we do it all the time. But obviously, when I when I do this under the guise of hypnosis on a stage or one on one or in seminars or online, um, then it's that on purpose rather than it happening by accident. It's like, okay, we have an end game to this to this to this focusing on this thought so i i do i do love stripping any mystery a, a, away from it you know you know you you can have a dream in the middle of your dream you can dream you're falling and you can physically jump in your sleep and wake your partner or yourself up you know so we do it all the time so as a performer and an entertainer when you're on stage what's the what's your view of the audience how what do you see uh when you're engaging with the audience uh, it's really interesting. I, I always go out with a frame of mind that these guys are going to be such an amazing amount of fun. We're going to have such a good time at mine. And that's a little bit of self-hypnosis because, I, you know, I, you, your inner dialogue is very strong. It's it, it's such a um, it's such a, it's such a strong suggestion to yourself. You, you get yourself used to a pattern of expectancy. So I always tell myself, you know, and sometimes I'll peek around the curtain or whatever it is. And I'll go, wow, these guys look like they're up for a great time, whatever it is. But yeah, once I once I get out there, you know, I, I just my main job is literally in the first few minutes to actually smash out any strange um, myths people may have in their mind because they've watched some bizarre Hollywood movie or they've seen a uh, you know some kind of old cliche hypnotist with some bizarre mysterious explanation or whatever it is. So my my main thing is to come out, just go okay. Whatever you're thinking is probably not that, but it is this, and we do it every day. You know, like when you get in your car and you drive somewhere, and sometimes you get there and you think, huh, don't even remember doing that journey. Really. <laughs> you know, that is, that's highway hypnosis. It's the same state of mind, but again, by accident. So when I start to kind of break it down like that, I, I kind of see the audience kind of go, oh, yeah, all right. Oh, just like that. Oh, it's just that. Oh, great. You know, and so by the time I finished all that and also genuinely made sure that everyone knows, hey, look, I want you to come up here. This this whole show is about you having fun. It's about me having fun. We're going to have a great time together. I have zero interest in embarrassing you because I want anyone in the audience at the end of that show to be envious of you guys having been in that show. I want them wanting to come back to get up next time. So um, in, in that first few minutes, I set an expectation. I, I, I have to I have to engage some really good rapport with the audience. And basically, you know, I want to get to the point that when I go suddenly go, hey, you know, and I'm not going to pick anybody out or anything, but if you'd like to come up and join me on stage, please feel free to do that. And that's when I want to see that rush to the stage and uh, have that nice, you know, nice common situation where we, we, we don't have enough chairs for the amount of people who want to take part. So, um, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it's good. It's, it's, um, it's nice to see that there is that kind of, uh, the interest in hypnotism and this kind of, uh, form of entertainment, I guess, in, in, in specifically in that realm, I'm curious. Yeah. Um, I, I don't want to focus on the negative too much because, uh, I do want to talk about, what you're doing with the, the COVID-19 resources and stuff like that. We'll get onto that yeah, in yeah. a moment. Oh. Um, but I'm curious about why, from your perspective, why are people still so skeptical or, or maybe uh, apprehensive about engaging with things like hypnotism or engaging with things to do with the mind and suggestion and things like that? Well, I kind of... Uh... I, I, I look, I, I've been doing this full time for 10 years with all sorts of audiences all around the world and, you know, all different kinds of groups. And I've definitely seen in this 10 years that the, uh, that the level of 
skepticism is really kind of it's real it's a real minority now and i think that's because you know it isn't such an unusual thing to engage in things to do with the mind now i mean you know at one time you know if you said you did yoga you'd be like wow what kind of hippie weirdo far out person are you you know but of course now you know yoga you know most places um, most suburbs have got a couple of yoga studios if we talk about mindfulness meditation yoga these aren't unusual things as a frame of reference anymore these are just like oh yeah oh you're going to do yoga and uh, and i'm just going to go and play footy you know it's like yeah whatever so i, I i've definitely seen that kind of skepticism kind of really tail off to a very a, a, a very uh, small minority but but what i do find is that you know i mean i, I do get people come to my show sometimes and go oh, I, I don't believe in this and i was like well that's kind of like a really weird because i guess it depends what you believe in it's it'd be, it'd be <laughs> it's i mean i don't i don't i don't do this but i always think this you know i, I think it's kind of rude i i, I think if if I'd then said, Baker, what do you do? You're a plumber. Oh, I don't, I don't believe in plumbing. I mean, how does that work? You know, <laughs> what kind of weird voodoo is that? So I think it just becomes, it, it comes down to probably either not having engaged in any explanation about it or looking into what it is and having seen something like someone's just clicked their finger on TV, someone's fallen asleep and they're not asleep, but it looks like that. And yeah, and that to me, of course, that looks ridiculous. How could that happen? But, you know, you haven't seen the process around it. You haven't seen the triggers built in. You haven't seen the psychological, you know, kind of tricks and tips that played into that kind of space. Um, so it tends to become an either having either no frame of reference for what the process is or having even been given a false explanation. Because, you know, like I said, it, and I, I would probably see this from the older generation, you know, if they saw shows in the 50s and 60s and 70s maybe into the 80s and things like that you know they tended to be mysterious hypnotists you know swinging watches strange gazes and telling you it was a mysterious power they were born with and of course you know it's completely untrue and you know you don't need to be mysterious and, and it's quite the opposite and i think when i jump on stage and i go hey you know i want to tell you why this happens and then you know, you see that skepticism, that skepticism kind of being chipped away at. And I, and I always do say to people, look, do you know what? Being skeptical doesn't doesn't even stop it working. I mean, you know, you, I, I, I get on a plane, you know, normally about 100 times a year mm. and I still don't understand it. How it works. Like, how <laughs> does this piece of thing actually get up in the air? But it does. Right. You know, just because I like I don't understand the you know dynamics in 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 air travel doesn't stop it working but if i do if i if i did understand it i'd i'd go oh that's why it works and and i think it's the same thing yeah yeah and and to me you're very approachable and very um open and that kind of personality would certainly help break down uh, any kind of barriers or any um concerns people might have or, or apprehension that people might have as you're saying you know sometimes people will go along i don't believe in it and it's like well <laughs> all right but having a having a, a, a you know an open personality certainly allows those people to to engage with things that they might uh outwardly reject or just deny or, or maybe not open themselves up to appreciating and accepting that this kind of thing is either helpful or uh, entertaining um which is great yeah. it's really good yeah 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 and 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 that is like i, I certainly you know most people who say 
to me that they're skeptical. They're, they're not trying to be an idiot and they're not trying to be aggressive about it. They, they just genuinely don't understand it. And, you know, even like some of those simple explanations I gave you earlier are not explanations you would have heard, you know, mm. from entertainers doing it in the 60s and 70s because they, they don't want you to think it was that easy. Oh, it's just focusing on the thought, and we all do that. You know, it's like, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. so, you know, it, 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 it played into their hand to think, you know, or at the time, or they believed it needed to, you know, be shrouded in mystery. So, you know, and again, I just say to people, if, you, if you're sceptical, yeah, but you'd still like to take part, all I ask is that, you know, you go through the process. So, you know, if I ask you to close your eyes, you know, close your eyes. If I ask you to, you know, direct your imagination to, you know, how much, uh, you know, to what your right hand feels like at the moment, resting on your lap, direct your imagination to that. But it, but if you don't do that, you're not going to get any further down the process to see if it works for you or not. I mean, it'd just be like saying, you know, I want to drive a car. Okay, we'll put the key. In the, no, I don't want to put the key in. The, well, we're not going to go any further with that process of driving the car. Yeah. So. Yeah. so let's talk about the the COVID nineteen stuff that you've got there because. Um, I saw the the, uh, the press release come through for the anxiety stuff, and then you've also got the the relationship stuff as well. Yeah, um, yeah. Where did this idea come from, and uh, what's the, the the driving force behind these two things? Uh, well, the, it's interesting. I obviously I, I I'm in this you know unique situation as everybody is. I'm I'm at home. I do I I get asked so many. Um, times about how i can you know can i help someone with this can i help some of that and you know there are forums and and ways i can do that through the out the year but a lot of the time it's a bit tricky because i'm traveling so much um so i just thought it'd be easy because there are a few key things which are really being you know um disturbed at the moment uh because of this unusual situation and i just thought well why don't I just share a few things that are in my tool belt, which I know that can help and I can just put them out there. You know, it's just a, just a nice way of me being able to share with it. You know, I've had some incredible support with people who buy tickets for shows and, you know, or book me for different events and all that kind of thing. So if I can just spend, you know, a little bit of time, put something together again, I'm, you know, I mean, people have asked me, you know, well, can, is there, is there, you know, can you help me further than that? And, and of course I can, but I mean, the, these, audios and tips i'm putting together uh are just things i think are really helpful in this situation you know when i put out something about okay this is the way you can focus your mind on your relationship because at the moment you know you're being forced together (laughs) one place with one person for a lot of for, for most of your time and that's an unusual situation no matter how you know, happy you are normally, um, you don't normally spend that much time with your partner. So um, there there are outside um, pressures which are going to be forced, you know, within that relationship, which wouldn't necessarily be there. And so if you are mentally armed to cope with that, if you are of calm, reasonable um, demeanor and uh, mindset, uh, it's going to make all the difference. And, you know, so I've just put you know up to this point I've, I've released one on the on anxiety de-stressing relaxing uh then yeah this week we put out one uh which will help relationships and next I'm, I'm just working on one now to put out for next week which is on sleep because a, a lot of people's sleep patterns are being disturbed as well because they have a lot on their mind so mm. yeah yeah i know i'll be looking forward to that one my sleep pattern's certainly out, out, up the <laughs> creek like because yeah. it's just you you go to bed and you can't help but just go oh my gosh there is so much going on and especially yeah. um I think it's a, 
I'm sure that people over east have, have the same kind of feeling, but I feel that in Perth, at least, it's a bit of a unique thing where we're on the other side of the world, quite literally from New York and all this kind of stuff. So it's like, you know, they're 12 hours apart from us and, and we go to sleep and we're like, they're just starting their day and all of the changes that are going to take place over there. How are we going to deal with that when you wake up in the morning? And it's hard to not focus on all of that when so much is going on. So yeah, much pain is going on. Yeah, and 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 that is the that is the problem at the moment is because we you know no matter how mentally strong we genuinely are and you know obviously you know there is a big problem with a lot of people suffering from anxiety and stress just in society in general. But now more than ever, there are people who are not normally you know in that category. But it's and so it was it was a bulk of it was a bulk of. Um, questions I was getting asked weren't like I, I'm such an anxious person I'm such a stressy person and now and now this it was more in the round the, the bulk of the inquiries I was getting with people going hey Matt do you know what I'm, I'm normally pretty I'm normally pretty chill but I'm just you know I just can't I'm just being bombarded by all this and I just need a, a, a like how can, how can I stop being affected by it and that's because you know at the moment you know every conversation you have comes back to COVID-19 and what are the negative impacts? You know, we're seeing on our social media, we're seeing it in the media, we're seeing it wherever it's personally impacting you. It's it's in your conversation with your friends, your family, your your work colleagues. So you can't help by being overloaded by it. But if you know the ways you can kind of distract your mind uh, and combat that, it's just it's just a tool, and that's it. It's just this is just a mental tool. You know, if you want to go and build a chair in your shed, well, you're going to need a, a set of tools to do that. And uh, if you want to be able to kind of think in a much more positive frame of mind or distract your mind in a certain way. Well, why don't you get some mental tools from someone who knows how to do that, you know? Mm. So what are some of the tips for people in relationships who are spending 24-7 locked in their their house together? What what are some guidance for them? (laughs) Well, one one of the things I absolutely love is to actually make time during the day just to do something stupid, something silly, something ridiculous. Um, you know, make make a time for a little piece of joy, a little bit of happiness, something, and it could be something you you haven't done for years. Whether it's okay, getting a board game out, whether it's you know both both having to go on the PlayStation where one of you has never played it before, or <laughs> where you know, it, or it could. I mean, I'll give you a really uh, a, a, a real world example, like. Um, I, you know, I'm, I'm obviously a bit performer. I'm, I just love mucking around anyway. I took to uh, TikTok uh, quite a quite a long time ago when, you know, when the adults were kind of like, what's this kind of weird TikTok thing? That's just the kids having fun. And I was like, oh, it's so much fun. This You just do all these stupid 15-second videos. Anyway, um, yeah, and, and my wife was like, oh, there goes Matt with his ridiculous stuff again, you know. Uh, but now, you know, we've been in lockdown. And I've got myself here, my my wife. Um, I've also got my parents over from the UK. And so I started involving them in, in, in these TikTok videos. And I've got to tell you, just the process of doing this silly little 15-second video has us in fits of laughter sometimes. And so just planning a little bit of joy. And, it, you know, you could have had a hard day, whether it's still working online or whether it's dealing with the rest of the family or whatever is going. But... When you suddenly connect 
that level of joy and happiness to the the ones you are close to it's a, it's a real relationship booster so um yeah i'd say make time for make time for uh, some kind of joy but also also just be 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 mindful of discussing rather than arguing because if you are if you are really you know only have one person as your outlet that you can rant and rave to that you can uh you know express what's going on from outward pressures there are there, there are also time there are also um kind of situations where you know that kind of outward pressure is also being uh, made more apparent internally as well just as just as the outlet so you have to just be careful just to you know discuss things rather than argue about things um yeah it's it's just it's just being it, it's just being aware of the situation as well yeah yeah and for people who are anxious, what what kind of tips do you have for them as well? Oh, there's plenty plenty of tips for them. For our <laughs> <laughs> the, the, I, I'd say the, the one thing is um, the one thing I love to explain is that you know your mind does not have the ability to to really concentrate on two two things at once. You know, as much as we love to think we're multi-skillers, you know, when it comes down to our mind is not capable of doing you know, fully focusing. If I said to you, you know, think of an elephant, right? And, you know, what does that elephant look like? How long's the trunk? What does it sound like? What's it like to touch? You know, how much would it weigh? If you thought that, and then I said, now I want you to think of, you know, a cup of coffee, your favorite coffee or tea, how hot it is, how much milk it is, what mug it is, what size, takeaway, keep cup, whatever. You, you, you can, you can then not fully think of that elephant, right? <laughs> um, so you can't think of two things and, and, to the, to the point where you're adding detail and really picking out the detail in that thought. You have to let that other thought go to be able to do that. So uh, when we start to realize we're like, oh, my head's going crazy, I can't stop, what, I'm thinking the what ifs, you just have to interrupt yourself. And you can acknowledge and know that you've got negativity swirling around, but you can decide to switch your attention and i always say to people there's a you know there's a couple of ways to, you can distract your mind but one of my favorite ones is just to have a, like a, a real happy memory or a happy place that you can think of that is your go-to kind of happy thought your joyous image so for me it's a certain beach it's a certain wave that i would surf on but i'd also say I, i'd look at you know in my mind i'd put the detail in what's the sand like what's the temperature like how blue's the sky what's the conditions of the water if i look up and down the coast what does that look like and all those things are are really giving the joy to me so you know if i think of what, what's what's the sounds what was the smells the sea air all these things so all these give me a real great sense of happiness and joy so all of a sudden, I can't, <laughs> I can't have that negative thought in my mind if I'm giving all this detail. And our, and our minds love patterns. This is a big, big backbone of all my work. Is our minds love patterns. So, you know, directing your mind to that positive pattern, to that positive image, a number of times is, is in itself pattern forming, habit forming. So if your mind is always getting used to the fact that every time you're bombarded by negativity, you suddenly start thinking something happy. Well, after a little while, the back of your mind suddenly goes, oh, right, mate, I'll take this over. I'll run that pattern for you. You know, <laughs> I'll start popping a happy image, you know, the soon, as soon as you get a negative image in. You know, it's, it's, it's pattern form. It's just like, just like when we learned to drive a car, you know, we consciously, we consciously looked at, uh, you know, um, when we, or, or we consciously thought of, you know, when we had to put the indicator on, when we looked in the mirror, how much pressure to put on the accelerator. But each time we drove, it got a bit easier. So to the point now we do, you know, like I mentioned earlier, get in our car and 
drive without really thinking about the actual driving mechanism. So it's because your mind got used to that process. And at some point it went, oh, cool, driving. I'll take over that bit for you. So, yeah, so it's habit forming, placing that positive, happy thought as a, as a default pattern is, is a, probably the biggest tip I can get. But yeah, actually on, on the, on the page where I've uh, actually put the mm. complimentary audio program for, uh, well, for relationships and, and also anxiety. Um, I've also put some tips down there, which, which explain a few of those things as well. Yeah. Well, fantastic. Um, and people can head over to your website, matthale.com.au to find that. And I'll make sure to share links and all that kind of stuff uh, as well, because this is really important. And I think that, you know, what you're doing is a really valuable, important thing because so often, especially, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm lucky in the sense that I'm still able to go to work. I'm an essential worker. So I go to work and I get out and I, I have the breathing and, and seeing the world and all this kind of stuff. But then I see a world trapped inside. I see a world of people who are mm. There's no movement out there whatsoever, and I can only think of the knots that are being, you know, made in people's minds. And this is really helpful for for people who are dealing with uh, emotional things they've probably never dealt with before or recognised, um, you know, or or maybe uh, have never addressed uh, or. or feeling difficult with uh living with a partner all the time and stuff like that you love the person you do but it's also like you know it doesn't take much sometimes for people to get in your nerves when you're in an enclosed environment so this is really really helpful stuff and um as somebody who deals with anxiety and lives with anxiety i i want to thank you on behalf of, of people who live with anxiety because this this kind of thing just helps uh, a lot of people out there and it's really important Absolutely, it's an absolute pleasure, Louis. Like I say, I just feel it's just a very—it's a very easy way for me to give back. It just—but it does seem to have a big impact. So it's a—it's definitely a win-win. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've taken up a heap of your time, but I have one more question that I want to ask you as yeah, well, sure. because um, of course we're all in this isolation and stuff like that. But uh, I want to leave on a moment of positivity. I'm—I'm I'm curious for you. Once all of this is over, what is the one thing that you're really looking forward to? being able to go back and do once again that you've been uh, locked away from doing uh do you know a performer at heart always loves the stage <laughs> so you know i i'm, I'm definitely as much as i do you know i i think i think this is going to change my whole business you know in a real positive way because i'm i'm already doing a lot of work uh, behind the scenes on stuff which is you know people were n- you know, people weren't thinking that they could work online, you know, and that's, I'm talking about, you know, corporate clients and things like that, but they've been forced to. And now I'm obviously in, integrating myself into their meetings and things online uh, at the moment, which has been fantastic. But um, as a performer at heart, I'm, I'm def- I'll definitely be looking forward to actually, you know, being able to jump back on stage and just and just the you know personal engagement i'm i'm a bit of a hugger as well so you know <laughs> uh, you know i'm uh, anyone who is open to a hug when i meet them you know gets one kind of thing so uh it, it's been quite a a, a a strange thing for, for me to social distance uh, but of course i have been doing it yeah yeah, yeah. well i mean <laughs> i i can completely understand that the the lack of a, a physical connection not just with the people you love but you know uh, strangers or people you work with and stuff like yeah. that that's a that's a real difficult thing to replicate in a digital environment or or you know in at home or anything like that so that kind of hugging and connection is uh certainly something that we're all missing yeah for sure absolutely yeah <laughs> well thank you very much matt i appreciate your time uh, a lot um we've taken a lot of time talking about 
uh, a lot of stuff, which is really interesting and valuable. And I hope that people get a lot of value from what you're putting out there into the world. It means a lot. Yeah. Uh, no worries, Andrew. It's, it's been really lovely talking to you. I've really, I really enjoyed our chat. Thanks. Yeah, no worries. All right. Well, I'll I'll send through um, a link uh, when this is all up. It'll probably be up either this evening or tomorrow and be all set to go and, and get people uh, rushing to your website and all this kind of stuff as well. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> no worries. Thanks, Thanks so much. No worries. Cheers. Bye. Bye-bye. So that was Matt Hale talking about, well, hypnotism, mindfulness, dealing with anxiety, isolation, all of these problems which we're familiar with and we're all possibly dealing with and going through. And uh, I think that certainly through that discussion, he's given a few points which might help people out. Again, as I said at the the top of the episode there, uh, I think there's certainly stuff that will help you out. And if not you personally, then maybe a friend or a family member or maybe a son or a daughter or a parent somebody who might need just a little bit of assistance in this time uh, because we're all kind of going through a bit of a dark period at this point. Uh, this isolation is unexpected. We all had dreams and hopes that we were, we were hoping to achieve this year. A whole new decade, a whole new new you, all that kind of stuff has been put on the back burner into isolation and into storage while we all deal with this pandemic. And I think that uh, certainly Matt Hale has got some great advice there to help us all out. And once again, his website is matthale.com.au. Again, I'll stick a link in the show notes and I highly recommend heading over there and giving it a uh, read and a, a check out as well. And I'm not saying that you have to use his mindfulness tools or anything like that or guidance or meditation suggestions or anything like that. There is a, a countless amount of uh, mindfulness tools out there on the web, on the internet, the websites out there, of lots of them. Um, I recall going to see Nick Cave live uh, talking about his music and stuff like that uh, not so long ago, last year. And he mentioned that he uses a particular app as well. So there are apps, there are websites, there are podcasts, all kinds of things that are out there to help ease your mind. And all I can do is suggest that you go and head on and sit and search these out. I, I highly recommend it. And Matt is just one person out of many who I think is certainly doing a lot to help people out, ease their minds, get them to focus on uh, the issues that they're dealing with and try and address them and also move past them as best as possible. I personally, uh, the song that I'm going to wrap up this episode with is uh, a song from the If Beale Street Could Talk soundtrack, the score, by Nicholas Brattel. Uh, as Oscar nominated. Um, it's the opening song off the album, Eden, uh, which is a beautiful, beautiful score, and I listen to it almost every night. Uh, it's the music that I listen to. It helps me go to sleep. Um, it's not a particularly uh, sleep inducing score but it's one that certainly helps ease my mind as I go to sleep and uh, that's what I'm going to wrap up this particular episode with because I think that uh, certainly it's a it's a score which I quite like and as you'll hear is a very beautiful piece of music Uh, and again it doesn't have to be a specific uh, mindfulness track it can be a classical score it can be a movie movie score if that's what uh, eases your mind. For me, as I was saying, Nicholas Bratel's If Beale Street Could Talk works quite well. Uh, the Journey score for the video game Journey, which uh, I believe is still free on PS4 right now. It's a very nice and calming game. It helps you center your mind quite well. 
Austin Wintory did the score for that, and it's a very, very beautiful score, uh, as well as the Beasts of the Southern Wild score by Ben Zeitlin uh, is also a really beautiful score that helps uh, ease my mind quite a bit. Um, so they're just some suggestions which I have that might help uh, ease your mind or calm anxieties and things like that. Um, I'm going to play that Nicholas Brattel score in just a moment. But again, the obligatory show notes of uh, where to find uh, this particular podcast and all that kind of stuff, uh, head over to the website, thecurb.com.au, Facebook, facebook.com forward slash thecurbau, as well as on Twitter, uh, thecurbau as well. As you can tell, the AU is for the Australian part. Uh, that's that's it. Um, Patreon as well, patreon.com forward slash thecurbau. Um and that's really it. Uh, I hope you're all keeping safe and sound. Uh, if you want to reach out and get in touch and tell me what you listen to uh, as your isolation thing, then hit us up on the social medias or send us a, an email at contact at thecurb.com.au and uh, we'd love to hear what you use for your mindfulness. Uh, we'd certainly love to be able to share that out to people uh, if you have anything in mind. Uh, and once again, Matt's website, matthale.com.au. Thank you again for listening, guys. I hope you're all staying safe. Here is Eden by Nicholas Bratel.
Love this podcast? Support it and sponsor today. Simply head to OzCastNetwork.com for details. Get great fall savings on all your home care and entertaining needs during the fall home care event at Safeway. Head into Safeway and get deals on products like Clorox disinfecting wipes, Swiffer wet mopping cloths, Lysol all-purpose cleaner, Swiffer wet jet mopping pads, Mr. Clean multi-surface cleaner, or Lysol power toilet bowl cleaner. Visit Safeway.com or head into your local store for more details. Offers expire October 31st. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary.